0: This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. God is so awesome. Amen. And uh, we've been on a series about the Holy Spirit. How many people are learning some things? And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit's awesome. And the Holy Spirit wants to be alive and active in each one of our lives. Do you believe that? And I'm telling you, I I don't want to just, I don't want to live this Christian life. And uh, I know we walk by faith. The Bible says we, as Christians, we walk by faith and not by sight. So we walk by faith and not by feelings. But it's good to have good feelings. Praise the Lord. Amen. I I mean, I like to, you know, sometimes I come to church and some, I don't know if you guys experience this coming to church and coming, maybe, maybe kind of downcast, maybe, maybe just feeling a little sluggish, but leaving church up and positive. Amen. 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 And I don't know about you, but sometimes we come in and because we have some of the world, you know, that's trying to stick to us, but thank God we get washed and bathed in the word of God and we get refreshed. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And we talked about that in the first um, service about the Holy Spirit, uh, about that the Holy Spirit wants to refresh us. And we need to acknowledge the Holy Spirit in our lives because we all know the Heavenly Father. If you're saved, you know, when you get saved, you you get a new Heavenly Father. That's God. He's not just our judge. He's our Heavenly Father, our loving Heavenly Father. And then we, we we, we have a Savior and we, we can relate to Jesus as being the son of God and, and Jesus as being our savior. And Jesus is actually now this is a hard one for me at times. He's my brother. Yes. Amen. Yes. That, that's kind of a hard one for someone. What that's kind of hard to say. He's my, because, you know, you know, you are made in the image of God. And, you know, the Bible says that God created you in the image of God. And then God recreated us when we received Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We have a new heart. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say this. I'm going to decree to you today. You're looking more like God every day. Amen amen I know some of you might say I beg the differ, pastor but you are looking more like God every day amen as long as you're seeking God right. you're seeking him and the Holy Spirit is is conforming you into the image of Christ you believe that today amen. so don't be discouraged where you might be at because God's not through with you yet amen Jesus. amen so so we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And then last week, we talked about Pente- uh, Pentecost, and we talked about, that, about uh, Pentecost being a holiday, a Jewish holiday, and, and that's interesting that the Holy Spirit invaded the church on a Jewish, Jewish holiday. Amen. And we talked about how that signifies things in the Old Testament to things in the New Testament. You know, it all connects the Old Testament and the New Testament connects. Amen. It's all one Bible. And so, and so this week I want to talk to you about three, three, three baptisms. (laughs) <laughs> three baptisms. Let's say that together. Three, three baptisms. Okay. And so we want to talk about that because a lot of times, a lot of the church, um, they only think of one baptism. And normally they think of that as being water baptism. Isn't that right? When we think about baptism, we think of water baptism. But I want to teach you today that there are actually three uh, baptisms pertaining to a Christian. Uh, a Christian. And uh, let's open our Bibles to Hebrews, and let's look at chapter 6. And we're just going to focus on verse 1 and 2 here uh, to start it off with. And it's Hebrews 6, verse 1 and 2. <coughs> if you found it, just say amen. amen. All right, we've got some of you, amen. And uh, it says here in Hebrews 6... 1 and 2, therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God and of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead. And eternal judgment. So this is a list of things that 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 uh, we believe Paul wrote the book of Hebrews, and, and these are a list of things that are just elementary truths as Christian believers we, we should already know. As it should be an elementary truth. Some of these elementary truths um, is you know, laying on hands, repents from dead works. But he says in here, in the body of this text, he says, doctrine of baptisms. And so I see this in my Bible, and in your Bible, it's plural. So it means there's more than one baptism. Boy, it's quiet in this church today. And so, it's, 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 so he's talking about this is an elementary... And he's actually saying that, that um, really this is an elementary teaching... And it says, let's go on to perfection. Really, that word perfection means maturity. Let's let's mature in Christ. Amen. Amen. And so we're talking about three baptisms today. And uh, the first baptism I want to focus on is is the baptism of the unbeliever. In, that, an unbeliever goes to being coming a believer into the body of Christ. So it's 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 you coming out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Amen? Amen. So we are baptized into, when we get saved, when you ask Jesus into your heart, not only do you get a new heart and you get a new you get a savior, uh, you you actually get immersed, baptism. That word baptism is the Greek word is baptizo, and it it means being immersed. So you're actually being immersed into the body of Christ. Can I get an amen there? So, so the Holy Spirit is the one that does the baptizing. In other words, the Holy Spirit is the one that draws us in to a relationship with God. Amen. Amen. In other words, it's not because you're so smart and you figured out you needed a relationship with God. Amen. No, the Holy Spirit is drew you, and the Bible actually says it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict the world of sin. Amen. You know it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict the world of sin. So the Holy Spirit will convict us when we don't know Christ, and really it's sin and not sins, and I know most people say sins will send you to hell, your sins, but really the one sin will send you to hell, and that's not believing and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so every sin is already bought and paid for Amen. two thousand years ago. Mankind's sin has been paid for, but there's still people that are still gonna go to hell, and the reason why is because they haven't received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They haven't bowed their knee to Jesus. Amen. And Jesus paid the punishment of sin for us. Isn't that great? Amen. And so God in other words, God's not holding anything against you. Amen. Amen. Except the only thing he can hold against you if you, if you deny and reject Christ. You, 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 you reject the, the blessing of salvation through his son, Jesus. Yes. Then, you know, then you're on a different road. And that road isn't heaven. Amen. Amen. But I believe I'm talking to people that are heaven bound. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, I'm heaven bound. I'm heaven bound. Praise God. So we're seeing here that the first baptism is a baptism that really when we receive Christ, when the Holy Spirit draws us, we bow our knees to Jesus. And so we are um, uh, put into the body of Christ. Look at 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 and 13. It says here, for uh, unity and diversity is one body. Uh, It says here, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, this is what we want to focus on, by one spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, all... And have all been made to drink into one spirit. So what is that saying? It's saying that God's not a respecter of persons. He's saying he's just not just picking a certain group to be saved. In other words, salvation is for everybody. Amen. Thank you for that. Amen. And thank God that God's not a respecter of persons. Amen. Thank God that God's not just picking one people group. And we know at the very beginning, God chose the Jews. And we know that the Jews are, uh, would be considered, uh, you know, the the people that God has graced to actually bring the message of salvation to us. Thank God for the Jews. But, you know, Judaism will not get you to heaven. You got to move from Judaism to Christianity. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So religion won't get you there. Amen. Amen. And so today I want to try to um, see, we got to think about this. We, we do have an enemy, and that enemy is the devil. Amen. And, he, and his number one weapon, you know what the number one weapon of the devil is? Deception. Deception. Well, somebody already reading my notes, Amen. The, boy, we got some smart people in this church, Amen. You guys are sharp, and uh, you should you should be up here preaching this. But anyway, deception is the number one weapon of the devil. And what is deception? By the way, if you just want to break it down, deception is believing something that isn't true. Amen. So deception is believing something. That's not true. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of Christians that believe things that aren't true. Amen. And, and that, that doesn't line up biblically with the Word of God. For instance, some people, and, some, and, and we, you know, because we're baptized in the body of Christ, we are one part of the body. We're not the entire body of Christ. Now, some churches may try to preach in their church, like, this is the only church that's going to make it to heaven. Mm. <laughs> No, no, no. There's, there's, there's many people, there's many churches, yeah. and, and the churches are local churches, but the local churches, it, it, they, they all make up the body of Christ. Yeah. So if you're in a church and they say, this is the only church going to make it to heaven, run, run as fast as you yeah. can. Yeah. Amen. Because there's many good churches out here. Amen. Amen. I, I personally believe that this is the best church in Virginia Beach, but, I, you know, I, I might be a little biased. Okay. But you know, you, you can, and I think you probably think that too. But anyway, and, um, but anyway, (laughs) oh man, I'm enjoying this message. But anyway, so we got to, we got to overcome deception. So, so some people are deceived in thinking that, and we're going to have a church membership class next week, but just because you join a church doesn't mean that you're saved. Amen. Amen. Okay, and some churches will teach. Well, if you're confirmed in the church, and you and you and you and you walk the plank, you know the special plank that we have that we're, that we're going to have you walk next Sunday, you know, on two high buckets. And if you can do some of these things, you're going to be able to be join the church, and you're going to be sealed with the Holy Spirit because you join the church. No, no, that that doesn't save you. Church membership doesn't save you. Amen. But some churches will teach almost that's the key. You sign something and, you know, and uh, a piece of paper saying that you're a committed member and now you're good to go for heaven. And that's not true. Amen. And we've got to overcome this lie. Uh, I, I gave the story before, but, but it's worth repeating. And um, but I was I was eating at one of my favorite restaurants, which was Five Guys one day with my wife. How many people like five guys in here? Are you hungry yet? And uh, somebody say, hurry this message up so we can eat. Uh, and, uh, and I ran into an old school uh, a person that I went to school with in high school. And she saw me. She recognized me. And uh, she came over to our table and said, hi, David, how you doing? And, and we just started talking. And um, then I, I, of course, I went into the evangelist mode. Anybody ever do that when yes. you're talking to people? You, you, start, you start thinking, okay, how can I get this person to Jesus? We all should be thinking that way. Amen. Amen. And so I, I went to the evangelist mode. And I started talking to her about, you know, uh, about church. And I talked to her about Jesus. Really, I was talk, trying to talk to her about Jesus. And uh, she looked at me and said, I know I'm going to heaven. And I said, well, how do you know you're going to heaven? Because she says, I was water baptized as a baby in a Catholic church. That's how I know I was confirmed in a Catholic church. And I said, so that's how you know you're going to heaven. And she said, and by the way, I'm not going to change. (laughs) Uh-oh. i was like, what? I never said for you to change, you know. And she just kind of blurted that out, uh, you know. And um, listen, just because you were baptized in the Catholic Church when you were a baby, does that, does that, that doesn't mean that you're saved. Amen. And I know there's a teaching. And I'm not trying to down the Catholics, but there's a lot of traditions churches have. Yes. All churches have traditions. Amen. Catholic Church has traditions. Baptist Church has. We all have traditions. And but but traditions can kill you. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, "It's the traditions of men that make the word of God of none effect." So traditions can kill you. So we got to be very careful about traditions because we would rather believe a fancy preacher that can preach real good over what this says. Amen. I know it's easy to believe me because I'm a fancy preacher that can preach real good. No, I'm kidding. But are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? No, we better, we better stick with the Bible. Praise God. The B-I-B-L-E. That's the word for me. Amen? So we, we, we need to stick with this thing. But just because somebody has it all going on, you know, and they can... They, they know a little bit of, you know, Hebrew, and uh, they, they know a little bit of, uh, you know, they know how to dissect some words. Doesn't mean they know it all. Amen. Amen. And it, it doesn't mean that they're preaching all truth. Amen. Can I get an amen there? And so we have to look at that and we have to, we have to think about this, that, that really salvation, being baptized in the body of Christ is a profession of our faith in Jesus Christ. It's us making a profession or a confession of Jesus. The Bible actually says in Romans nine and 10, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross. Then you shall be saved. And, yes. and the Bible actually if you just call on the name of Jesus, yes. Yes. you shall be saved. So we have to put our trust and faith in Jesus. Yes. I, I'm telling you, I, you know, you could be the, the best and the most moral sinner in hell. My God. Praise the Lord. In other words, hey, I went to church all the time. You know, I paid some tithes. You can even pay tithes and still go to hell. Amen. 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 Now you may not be in the lowest parts of hell. You might be in a little better, but it, it won't have any air conditioning. It might be a little bit be, a better part of hell, but all get this—all hell is bad. Amen. I know there's degrees of level of punishment in hell. The Bible talks about this, but all hell is bad, and I don't want to be. I'd rather be the worst sinner in hell than the best sinner in hell. At least I live my life. Is this this getting over with anybody? I'm messing up a perfectly good message. But anyway, if I'm going to sin, I might as well sin right. You know what I'm saying? I might as well just do it all. Eat and drink, tomorrow I'll die. But listen, but that's not for us. You know, even when I got saved, I thought about going back and only just for a second, you know, for a few seconds, I said, no, I can't do it. (laughs) Why? Because there's nothing I would trade heaven for. Adultery. I will not trade heaven for adultery. Not the most beautiful woman in the world. I have the most beautiful woman in the world. So, you know, that's already taken care of. Not all the money in the world. I won't trade heaven for all the money in the world. Amen. Amen. For all the glamour and for all the prestige in the world. I'm not going to trade heaven for that. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to sell out my salvation for that. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And so we have to look at that that really it's traditions that can kill us and us believing a lie yes. and what it is is when we believe a lie we think it's truth and that's what makes it deception amen we we are so uh, bent on 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 this belief system that's not lining up with the word of god and we got to line our 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 belief system with the word of God. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. And so really uh, what we, what we want to look at just this part here is what does it look like um, to be saved? What does it look like and really uh, to be saved and to be in, in the body of Christ? What does that look like? It should resemble a loving, growing family. Amen. I'm going to say this today. This is a family. Amen. It's not just an organization. Amen. It's, yes, it's a church, but we're family. Amen. We are family. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, okay, but we're family. When we come together, I'm telling you, I love you guys. We're family. This is a family. And, and you know, some families are larger. And some families are smaller. We're, we're the intimate family. Praise God. You know, we're kind of like Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You ever seen that TV show, Cheers? We want to come to Cheers. You know, it's the bar where they met, met at because everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name in Exceed Life Church. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And so and so we should resemble a Amen. A loving family. I'm telling you I have people going on YouTube trying to get these old songs and watch cheers and all that. But anyway, we we should resemble a loving, growing family. Paul prays in the church uh, in, in Ephesus. He's praying a prayer in Ephesus 3.14. Paul says it this way. For, for this reason, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth his name. Paul was saying he was bound his knee not uh, uh, you know under heaven and on earth who's a whole family. In other words, we have family in heaven and we have family here on earth. Amen. We got we got some of our loved ones that went on to be with the Lord and we're going to see them really soon. I'm not taking a load up this morning, but we're going to see them really soon. Amen. And so we have family in heaven, and we have family. So the church should look like a loving family. The church uh, is also should look like a new creation. Amen. Amen. In other words, we're different. We're not like... Regular organizations, and we we should not be fighting and bickering and 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 cutting each other down. No, we should be standing for one one another. We should be praying for one another. We should be lifting one another up. Amen. Amen? And so we're a new species. In other words, we're something different. When people come into a Sea Life Church, they should feel the love. Amen. They should sense the presence of God in this place. They should say, man, I want to come back for more. Amen. Amen. They should see that we're a little different. Amen. That we're, that we're a little different. Some, I I don't know, some churches that you may have grew up in may have been kind of stale and dry and cold. And uh, that's not this church. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. And so we're a new creation. The Bible actually says in, in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians five seventeen, that we're new creations in Christ. Old things are passed away and all things become new. In other words, every time you come out to church, you should come out as if it's brand new. Amen. That the word of God is fresh. Yes. Somebody say fresh. fresh. Exciting. Amen. So it should be fresh. Glory to God. So you guys will get my humor. Amen. Hang out. You'll enjoy it after a while. You know, I'm like coffee. You'll get used to me. Amen. God. <laughs> I can be bitter at times, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit adds a little sweetness to me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will add a little sweetness to your bitterness too. Amen. Can I get an amen or oh me? <laughs> amen. And so the church uh, should should reflect a new creation in, 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 in walking in love, unity, peace, and joy. Amen. Somebody say love, love. Unity, unity, peace, peace. And, joy. and joy. Amen. That's who we are in the Holy Spirit. Uh, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And the church should look like a new identity. Amen. Amen. And so we should have a new identity. In other words, we should be like Jesus. Jesus said this, um, that, um, that they would know that we're disciples of Jesus. How will they know? By our fancy cars? By our nice suits? By how eloquent we are when we speak? By how many scriptures we know? No, they will know that we are you know, Jesus disciples because of the love that we have for one another. Amen. That's how people are going to know that we have something in us. Because I'm telling you, this is, this is a check to see if you're saved. Do you love the people in the church? Now, I'm not going to say you're going to love everybody all the time. I mean, let's put it this way. You need to love everybody, but you may not like Everybody. Amen. But the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is, has shed abroad His love in our hearts. So we should have a general love for the church. You should not be loathing Sunday morning service. You should be loving it. Amen. It should be something you're excited about. Yeah. You, you should be loving the people and, and uh, that's around you, amen. And I know that we're in a family, and some people have their quirks, amen. And and, and we got to work on them because they're the sandpaper people, amen. That's 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 keep that that you know we all have we're all rough a little bit, and so we need some of these sandpaper people to smooth us out, amen. Glory to God. Sometimes you need a saw to get the saw out of you, amen. Can I get an amen there? Amen. And so, so we're we're talking about that that this is what the what what being uh, bat, uh, baptized into the body of Christ uh, is about. Amen. And so, and so we're looking at um, now. Let's look at this. Let's look at baptism in water. And uh, really, uh, this is something that's connected to our salvation experience. And some traditions, amen. Some traditions, some churches will preach: you're not saved, fully saved, or you're not really saved unless you're water baptized. Has anybody ever heard that before? We've heard that before, but that—that's not true. Okay, that that is not true, and I'm going to prove that out to you today. Because you might be saying, "Well, Pastor, whew, I'm, I'm about ready to walk out of here right now." That's almost heresy, you know. Hey, no, listen, listen. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to prove it out to you. Okay, I'm going to prove it out. But but in Mark 16 uh, and Matthew, Mark 16:15 and 16, we're going to look at that, and Matthew 28:18 and 20. I'm going to say this. Water baptism is important. And as believers, we should get water baptized. It it, it is something that Jesus did. He was water baptized. But, you know, Jesus didn't get water baptized because he had sin in his life. Jesus was sinless, but he did it out of obedience because the father wanted him to be water baptized. And why did he do that? Because he was doing that as an example of what we should do. Jesus was right. See, listen, listen, when you're saved, your sins are washed away. You are the righteousness of God. You have right standing with God because of the blood of Jesus. So you're not going under the water to get your sins washed away. But it is a symbolization. It, it does resemble that. It, what it really resembles is that you're dying of your old self. You're being buried in water. And so you're dying of your, the, the, the worldly life. That's, you know, some of, some of you, when I, because I do baptize and we, we are, we have a list of people that want to get baptized and we will be getting you guys baptized pretty soon at the Baptist church. And, you know, some of you are, you know, you know, lived such a rough life before you got saved. Some of you need to be dunked in by like more than five minutes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we'll keep you in longer under the water if you've been really bad. Some of you might need some, some, some equipment under there. No, no I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, no, listen. If you're saved, you, you, you got your sins washed away. But water baptism is not, it, it is an outward expression of an inward work. Amen. So water baptism is really, see, salvation, uh, receiving Jesus can be a private thing. But when you get baptized, it's a public thing. You're making a public um, demonstration of your faith in Christ. Is is this helping anybody? So when you get saved, it can be a private matter between you and God. But but God doesn't want you to keep your salvation to yourself. Jesus said it this way. If you're not willing to confess me before men, I'm not willing to confess you before the angels and the Father in heaven. So actually, it's a confession of you saying, I'm saved. Amen. So 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 in Mark 16 It says here, um, 15 and 16, this is what is called the Great Commission. This is what Jesus said before he ascended into heaven. This was after Jesus was raised from the dead. He gave his disciples some instructions and he said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And this is where people say, see, pastor, it says it right here. You have to believe and be baptized to be saved. Right? But it says, but he who does not believe, but it doesn't say, and be baptized. It just says believe. Because if it was, the baptism was connected to being saved, it's just that believed and be baptized will be condemned. He that doesn't believe. See, you can be baptized in water as a sinner, go down as a sinner, and still come back up as a sinner. Right? Because listen, baptism doesn't get you saved. It's, it's it's confessing Jesus as your Lord and walking with Jesus every day of your life. Amen. Amen. So so are you hear what I'm saying to you today? I know you're you're saying, well, that's a little weak, Pastor. <laughs> well, I, I'm hang tight, hang with me. I'm I still got some more scriptures here. Amen. And in Matthew 28, it says, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, "All this is Matthew 28: 18 and 20, uh, 18 through 20." And uh, this is a commission, and this is uh, Matthew. This is how he heard it from the Lord. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and And Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, to the end of the age. So He says here that we want to teach them to follow in Jesus' footsteps and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some people fight in this issue, traditions. They will say that you have to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if if the if the person that's baptized you doesn't, doesn't say the words just right, you could end up in hell. Boy, that's bad. Water baptism doesn't save you. It's an outward expression of an inward work. Did, did, are you getting it yet? And so, and some people say, no, you got to baptize in Jesus name only. Listen, if it make you feel better, I'll baptize you. In the, and we do it in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But I'll include Jesus too. In Jesus name at the end. How's that sound? So you got all based, just in case you're still stuck on this traditional idea of baptism. Amen. Praise God. Now, so, so we see that. So, so it's an outward expression of, of an inward work in us. Amen. Um, in Ephesians 2.8, this is really good too. If baptism saved you, then that would be a work. Would it not? And the Bible in Ephesians 2.8 says we're saved by grace, not of works. So we could boast on our, oh man, I had a powerful bat, water baptism, man. I went through all, you know, I got my hair wet, didn't want to do it. And, uh, you know, got, got out of my clothes, got my clothes, you know, and I actually went into the ocean, somebody might say. I actually did it in the ocean, man. So it doesn't matter, man. You can't brag on your baptism experiences for salvation. Do you know what I'm saying? So baptism doesn't do it. We're saved by grace. Say I'm saved by grace. I'm saved by grace. Through faith. Not of works, works. lest any man should boast. boast. Amen. So we see this in Acts uh, 2.38. It says, Peter said to them, this is after Peter preached his big message to the 3,000. He said, he said, repent, let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So this is what uh, uh, Peter said was that he was connecting salvation with water baptism. And so we should, as soon as you get saved, you should confess it to somebody. I'm saved. You should tell somebody that you're saved. Amen. You should, you know, be a light into a dark area. You should. The first time I got saved, when I got saved on that, on that Sunday night, the, the first person I said, now, Mom, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you first. You prayed for me. Um, but I went to my girlfriend's house. And I had my hair was wet, I just got out of the water because I got, I got saved and baptized in water that same night, and she lived right near the church, and I knocked on her door. she answered, her. she was living with her parents. I was in my teens. And no, actually, I was 20. And she opened the door and I said, "I just got saved." And she looked at me like I was a wild lunatic. <laughs> "You got what?" She didn't know anything of, you know, she didn't know anything about church. she didn't grow up in church. "You got what?" I said, "I got saved, man." Saved from what? Saved from the wrath of God to come, woman. I didn't say that because I didn't have enough knowledge of the wrath of God, but I didn't really know what I mean, but I knew that I had a new family. You know, when I got saved that night, and I'm telling you, when I got saved and I got water baptized that same night, and I came out of that water, I'm telling you, the love of God, man, my, my time is run out. The love of God flooded over me. And, and I felt the very love. Anybody, anybody ever feel the love of God? Amen. If you haven't come up here, I'll give you a hug. But anyway, um, you'll feel the love of God. But uh, listen, I felt the love of God. And flood over me. And I would, they baptized. It was like set up in a church where you, it was up in an up upper place where you can actually look down at the church where people can see you getting water baptized. And I saw the whole church and the people were watching. And it was at the end of the service. People were getting water baptized. And they were hugging each other. And they were loving on each other. And I just saw love. And I just saw a love family. I mean, I said it was like a Hallmark commercial. It was like slow motion. People were hugging each other down there and patting each other on the back, shaking hands. I'm thinking, I'm in a new family. Amen. Amen. I just thought you might like that. But anyway, so so we 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 wanted, We once we get saved, we need to get baptized in water. And Peter talks about that. Philip preaches to an Ethiopian and he was a eunuch. Now, you don't have to be a eunuch to be water baptized, thank God. But uh, this guy was an Ethiopian eunuch. I was asking you last night, how do you spell eunuch? That's a hard word to spell. But anyway, um, UNIC. No, that's not how you spell it. But anyway, uh, Acts 8.35 Philip opens his mouth, he's he's speaking to eunuch and begin in the scripture, preach Jesus to him. Now, and they were down at the road, and they came to the water, and the eunuch said, you know, they focused on that. See here, water, what hinders me from being baptized? Philip said, if you believe all your heart, you may. And he answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's salvation. He commanded the chariot to stand still and both Philip and the eunuch, there he goes, the eunuch again, went down into the water and he baptized him. Now, and, and this is what I want to say is that we believe in the scriptures by being as close to scriptures as possible. I don't believe in a drive through baptism. What do I mean? by that? Just patting your head with a little bit of water and you're done. Now, I know you can, you know, I got baptized in a church, you know, with a little sprinkle of holy water on the top of my head with a little rag. With a do-rag. And of course I was a sinner. And I was confirmed in church. But I would have busted hell wide open. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying today? Until I got real salvation. And, and really, really, really baptism should be immersed in mercy. It's, it's, it's baptism. We should go under the water. That's like I was saying earlier. Some of you you might need to go a little deeper than others amen and so that is what we believe in in exceed life church that you should be submerged underwater amen and so and so and that's the way they practice it according to this scripture amen and 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 paul and this is what i want to get to you peter preaches to cornelius in acts 10 47 in cornelius's household and uh, man this time is going by and and he preaches to the household and guess what happens These are Gentile believers. The Bible says the Holy Holy Spirit fell on the whole group and they all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And Peter was shocked and amazed that the the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on the Gentiles. And then he says, can anyone forbid these people, uh, forbid water that these should be baptized who received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And this is the key right here. This is why I'm kicking over a little sacred cow. You can be saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit with the gift of the Holy Spirit, and not water baptized yet. Amen. Okay, it's quiet in this Methodist church. So they got they got saved. They got the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Then they got then they got water baptized afterwards. Amen. Amen. So, 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 water baptism, I'm not discounting it. It's important. We should do it. I believe it will be a blessing to you. But it does not tie you in to going to heaven. Amen. Believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So, now we're going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm out of time. <laughs> I wish I had you guys for three hours, like we do in the, at the at the class next week. Because you guys are like water. I need water. Just be quiet and listen to the sermon. You know, <laughs> you get bread and water at the end. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna have anybody at our at our. Sometimes like sometimes we have you know we don't have anybody there. I say good, let's go and eat. You know. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I'm telling off of myself, girl. Amen. Okay, I'm going to have to stop here. I can't go any further. I would love to go, to, go a little further. We're going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit next week. We're going to talk about being endued with power on high. And if I can, I'm going to talk about the di- uh, the 10... Benefits are the ten blessings of having the spiritual language of tongues in your life. And you guys are gonna want it. Yes. You guys are gonna want this yes. power from yes. on high. Yes. You're gonna say, how? I mean, once you get the, yes. the power of the Holy Spirit, once you get this tongues thing, I'll tell you, you're gonna say, How did I live without it? That's right. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be like really alive and alive. It's gonna be like you getting born again, born again. Yes. So I don't want you to miss next week's installment of this message. Don't, don't bail out on me. All right. Come out next Sunday and you'll be blessed. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we honor you this morning and we just thank you, Father God, that you're so good to us. And we thank you, Father, that Jesus paid the price for our sins. And perhaps you're here today and maybe you believe just going to church and being a, a godly person saves you. It's, it's receiving God that saves you. And and maybe you, you've, you've bought into some lies that just being confirmed in the church or being water baptized as a baby will get you there. No, it's, it's receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. And, 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 and if, you know, if you don't have assurance that if you died today, you'd make it to heaven, you're not 100% sure. That I want you to pray this prayer after me. Maybe you're watching online. Pray this prayer after me and mean it in your heart. And I believe that you will be baptized into the body of Christ. Say this after me and mean your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. And Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. And I'm turning my back on sin, Satan, and the world. And I'm turning fully to you, God. Thank you for receiving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.